seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hey, hey, you. Welcome back to your new favorite podcast, the Awakening Her podcast. I am so excited that you're here. My name is Talia. Welcome to the show. Welcome to this episode. I always love bringing these fresh new episodes to you and they are good if I do say so myself. <laughs> I often listen to my own podcast. I listen to bits and just, you know, I think it's good as a professional to continue to observe myself and see how it sounds and see, you know, what if there's something I can improve on or just how it flows. And I often go in to do that to just to kind of, you know, be the witness and listen. And I get sucked into my own episode and I'm like, oh my goodness, I didn't even remember I said that. I didn't even remember that I said that. And that's exactly what I needed today. It's so funny. Anyways, welcome back to the show, my love. I am so excited that you're here. This is going to be such a good episode today, talking all about not strangling the life out of your dreams, not helicopter parenting your dreams and other otherwise pinching off what is coming for you. So I'm really excited if you are new to the show or if you're not new to the show. Hey, hey, my name is Talia, not Talia. It is Talia <laughs> my entire life. To all of you with different names, um, the struggle's real. My entire life I've heard Talia, so I don't actually mind it. It's not, it's a beautiful name, doesn't, it, you know, but it's not my name. So I actually have been working over the years and tell me, you know, anyone reach out, let me know if this is you as well. But I used to not correct people unless I was kind of really getting to know them. And then of course I would at a certain point. And now, you know, if it's the mailman or if it's some random person, I don't correct them. But if I'm going to have more than one interaction, I've actually made a point and I continue to be brave to say it's Talia because so many people just say, oh, hey, Talia or hey, Talia, something like that in a group program. If I'm, you know, in a program or something and the, the coach or someone's like, oh, Talia, do you have something to say? I've made a point now. I'm growing up <laughs> to say it's Talia with a smile on my face. So anyways, welcome. I'm Talia, Talia Joy, and I am so excited to be here with you today. I'm a manifest station mentor. I'm a spiritual teacher, a podcast host, an author to be. Um, and I'm just really excited to be here. It's been a thick journey. I am a seeker. I am a student as well as a teacher. I am always, you know, I know there's a lot of you out here that feel this way, that every time I learn, I grow, I have to share. And that's been since I was young. That's not new. That's not just becoming a mentor. That has been always the way it is. I want to share things that I learn, um, with my family, with my friends, with my community. And now of course, worldwide, which is so exciting. It gets me so excited. You guys, oh my goodness. There's been so many new, beautiful faces on this podcast, new listens. Um, the stats are just like out of this world. And so many of you reaching out to me. Thank you so much. Um, reaching out on Instagram screenshots of the show. You guys are like on it. I'm getting all of this love and it warms my heart because that is truly my purpose. And I do 
I do, I'm here to pass this stuff on that I learned. So in addition to me, just kind of learning this stuff in my life. I have been learning about the law of attraction since I was about 14. Um, I don't exactly remember the year it came into my life, but it was right around there. I might've even been 13 and Wayne Dyer came into my life and has been, if I was to say one person, that is my main mentor. That is still the person that I go to (laughs) for guidance and re-listen to all his stuff. And I'm just obsessed and I, I love him. He's an angel to me for sure. And then I've also been heavily influenced by teachers like Deepak Chopra and the Dalai Lama and Gabby Bernstein. And there's so many beautiful um, people with law of attraction. I really like Mike Dooley. I really like um, Abraham is just so central in my life as well. She's been such an important part of my journey. Um, Totally helped me to open up my own abilities because actually when I first started listening to Abraham, it expanded me and I realized that I had a constant dialogue inside. And I would remember talking to my husband and being like, okay, do you hear like a narrative in your mind? And he's like, well, like, what do you mean? And kind of back and forth trying to explain what thoughts sound like. It's a funny conversation to have with people. Um, And I realized that there's this constant narrative. And if I tune into it, I could literally speak what it's saying in any moment. And I've, I've tried to, you know, see if that was normal and is this the thought whatever. And the further on I got mentored by my spiritual mentors and teachers, I realized that I connect with spirit guides. I, that is part of my intuitive gifts, my intuitive abilities. And there's a lot of you that actually do the same. And so it's a really fun journey to tap into the more. So on top of being, you know, a spiritual teacher and manifestation mentor, I'm also an intuitive. I'm a channel. I am dominantly clairaudient, but I dabble in most of the clairs. Um, and I love it. I love connecting with spirit that's like my main point of attraction, really my main guru. When I'm mentoring, when I'm here on the podcast, I'm not thinking about the things I've learned. It's like from teachers, from books. I'm actually thinking of what I have learned from life, what I have observed, what I have intuitively been told from so many hours of connecting with spirit guides. And just for myself, for my clients, it's just such a consistent message that comes through me from the universe. And that's one of unlimited potential. That's one of quantum manifestation. That's one of deep healing and possibility and truly the fact that anything you desire, you actually can do and you can achieve. And I don't mean it in the way of like, if you wanted a six pack, you could just go out and every day you could do this. Yes, you could. That's a lot of work. I don't know if anyone here is desiring to have a six pack. If you do good on you, a lot of work, but you can do these things that you dream of it's actually unlimited, the potential. And it's not just about efforting. Yes, if you want a six pack or you want to run a marathon, you're going to want to exercise. But when you're led, when you're clicked into your purpose and your true desires, and that marathon or that six pack becomes a a true soul desire, you will get up. You will go out and do the work that it takes and it won't feel like work. It'll feel thrilling. It'll feel expanding. Yes, you'll have to push through things, but it'll feel in purpose. Much like building a business from purpose or building a business like because you should and you're, you know, just trying to get the next million dollars. It's like one is going to be really hard and one is going to be like, yes, you may put in a lot of hours, but like with me, with this show, with the podcast, with all the work I've been doing in my business over the last eight years, so many hours, so many sales pages and emails and connection, like uh, on calls with clients and studying and learning and my own coaching, like being coached and like just so many hours, bajillions to be correct. 
but it's all been in purpose because you can't stop me because I can't not, right? It's like you, I'm sure with self-development or whatever it is you're interested in. Yes, it's been a lot of work or doing yoga. How many hours have you spent on a mat if that's your thing, but have you not loved it? So I see this, I see that we actually have the potential to create the life of our dreams because and I'm going to touch on this today more in depth, but the things that you dream are actually meant for you. So if you have a weird yearning to travel or to, um, pick up an instrument or sing on stage or write a book or be a coach or be a mentor or be a mother, or be a father, or to do anything really, truly go on a juice fast. Like if you have these weird desires deep down, you're like, Oh, I would really love to do that. I'd really love to go to a XYZ retreat or learn this. That's actually meant for you. And I see this from spirit over and over and over, which allows us as we deepen that and trust in that and go through that process, then you can have more faith. And I'm going to, I'm not going to get ahead of myself because we are going to dive deeper into this, but that's a little bit about me is my gifts are in the quantum. My gifts are in the potential and in the possibility and seeing that energy for you and connecting with your spirit guides and spirit in general, as I record this show to transfer the energy needed for you to leap into that next level. So within this, and this is where I've dwelled, (laughs) my energy has been for a lot of years now, but in the last year, I've really put together a beautiful, piece that has quantum leapt my life and then also helped my clients to do the same. And that is the, the piece of deep healing because it's much easier to keep trying to go forward than it is to really fucking look at what's going on inside and what is left unhealed and going on journeys like inner child work and shadow work. And I developed for the program activated. I mean, I didn't develop it. I'm sure it's been done before, but inner teenage healing that came to me. And that was so huge in my life. And it was pretty impactful for the clients that the people that went through activated and will go through in the future. It's really powerful. So there's also that there's the, the quantum possibility. And then there's also the, you as a human on this lifetime and the things that you've been told and the things that you've been shown. And it's time to deprogram that stuff, to adopt more spirit mentality, God (laughs) consciousness, looking through the lens of love, looking through universe colored glasses so that you can really start to see the magic in life instead of continuously feeling blocked and stuck. And you know, like you're, you're not good enough because that is the flaw. The flaw isn't you. Like it isn't you and the things you've done or haven't done or the facts you have of why you're not there yet or why you're not enough or how you could be doing better. That's all made up in the ego. That's the human journey of trying to survive and trying to be good enough and trying to fit in and trying not to die on a very primitive level. We try to strive and be okay so that we're not the weak one of the pack. Like we're very primitive humans. So when we learn things about ourselves that wounds us, when we experience trauma, which we all have, whether it's abuse, neglect, needs not met, bullying, being singled out, anything. There's so many different levels of the type of trauma we experience. Let's normalize that. Trauma isn't just sexual abuse anymore. And if it has been for you, there is hope, there is healing because trauma is something that can be healed and loved and nurtured. We don't have to jump from being terrified to, I'm so thankful for my trauma. 
but we start to see that the things we've been through have created who we are. And I really stand for growing through what you go through. I say that all the time, grow through what you go through. So when we learn how to effectively heal those parts of us and love those parts of us, the parts of us that were neglected or felt not good enough or shoved to the side and holy shit, I've experienced a lot of that. In my early life, I had a lot of beliefs that led me to an eating disorder that took over over 10 years of my life, addiction, insecurity, really extreme thoughts and moods and behaviors and everything because I hated myself. I hated my life. I hated who I was. And that was my truth at that point. But it led me to a journey of being hungry to heal. When I, every time I hit a rock bottom, I now know with certainty that there is a massive breakthrough coming. Because whether it's a financial rock bottom or I'm just feeling not good enough, I'm sick of neglecting myself, I'm sick of putting myself on the back burner, maybe it's health, maybe it's anything else. When I'm just like sick of being sick of it, it catapults me into a new direction because that's when I do something different. I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to meditate every day this week or I'm hitting, I'm going back to yoga or I'm hiring someone to help me out of this time or I'm going to read this really impactful book again from cover to cover and I'm just going to dive into it or I'm going to go into Joe Dispenza's work or I'm going to meditate or book myself a massage because I'm fucking worth it or whatever it is, we get sick of it and it catapults us into the light. So think of the low lows you've had. And maybe one day my prayer for you is that you can see how far it catapulted you into the light. Even if you're not in the light right now, you're in the process or you would not be listening to this show. The people I attract into my sphere are people that are fucking ready. Whether you feel broken and wounded or you've got your like badass, you know, heels on energetically. (laughs) Yes, I don't wear heels, so I don't really know what that's like. I know that you clip-clop down the hallway when you wear heels, but that's about as far as it goes. Um, but seriously, whether you're rocking it in, in your power right now or you're feeling a little shaky, just know you're being fucking catapulted into the light. This is going to be such a good episode. I've already got the F-bombs flowing. Oh man, I was sending a message to one of my clients the other day at like 8.30 in the morning and I was dropping F-bombs because I was so lit up for her. And I was like, I am sorry, the amount of swearing I've done. She's like, it's okay, I was feeling you. So hopefully you can receive me F-bombs and all. Um, so that is a little bit about me. In addition to that, as I always love to share, I'm a mom of three. I've got two girls and a younger boy. So my girls are 11, almost 12 and eight. And then my little guy is turning three in August. So he's like two and a half and a bit. Um, And it's so much fun. I love being a mom. However, (laughs) I'm also an empath. I'm also an introvert. I'm also a deep fucking soul with a rich inner world. So to be really honest, you guys, being a mom is really hard. It's really challenging. And the love I feel and the expansion and the snuggles and even when like my older one who doesn't snuggle as much but I can tell she just freaking loves me so much and she wants to sit next to me or you know those those times when my heart is lit up are incredible and I I love it and I couldn't imagine I honestly couldn't imagine life without my kids I don't know if I would have been as productive at this point if I didn't have them but it's also really really hard and becoming spiritually you know conscious and expansive and manifesting 
when I'm like triggered constantly and kids are given attitude and there's always so much laundry. Why is there always so much laundry? Always. It never actually ends. <laughs> um, and then the, you know, because of that, putting my needs to the side or feeling like I can't get in my time or I'm trying to do yoga and the kids are screaming downstairs and I can hear my husband, like all the real life things are what I deal with. So I'm a very real person. I talk about this. Um, and I think it's okay to any of you moms or parents out there. I hear a lot of people say, I love my kids, but, and I'm like, you don't even need to say that. We know you love your kids. We know you're a badass mom or dad or parent. We know that you're, you're doing your best and you love your kids, but it also can be hard and we can take a minute in that, right? Especially younger kids and sleep deprived. And no matter what dinner you cook, someone doesn't like it. Like, am I right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, this sounds like I'm all of a sudden starting to complain about my kids, which is not at all what it is, but it's real. This is a real show. I'm a real person. And this is bringing spirituality into every day as part of what I do, bringing these teachings into every single day. That's why I say with my clients with voice memo support or my one-on-ones, when we do voice memo support, it's like, I'm just meant to float around in your life and support you in what you're actually going through because we can grow through what we go through. We can take a trigger. And even if we react in the moment, we can later introspect, we can look at it and we can grow through these things. So who better to ascend than you in this busy time in your life, whether you're a parent or not, I know you're busy. You've got a million things going on. It's easy to neglect yourself. It's easy to not put your health first or your mental health first or invest in yourself. It's easy right now because we're all very busy and we're we're squeezed and we've got a lot going on, but this is the best time, no matter how busy you are. You know, sometimes I'm like, in a program and I'm really busy in life and I'm like, no, I'm still going to try to show up to the calls as much as I can, even just to hear them because I can do this even in my busy life. Right. So, um, yeah, that's just a little bit about me. I'm always striving to grow and change as, as even in this life of a lot of things and all the lessons and all the, you know, we're doing this, we're doing that. Um, this is the schedule and swimming until this time and casual dinner tonight, because we haven't figured out dinner and really like live in the life of a full dense parenthood and uh, business and also thriving at the same fucking time being sometimes the most triggered and tired, but then also the most expansive and abundant and incredible. So it's quite the world over here. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know what to feel because I was super frustrated a minute ago, a minute ago, and now I'm on cloud nine, but I think that's part of the journey. So anyway, a little bit about me, a little bit of a ramble. Let's dive into today's topic because this is so good. So today I'm talking about not strangling your dreams and not, I like to say helicopter parenting your dreams. So what I mean by that is on this manifestation journey, especially if you found this podcast because you're into the law of attraction, into manifestation, on this journey, we get very outcome driven. Like, what are you manifesting? I am manifesting a house, a partner, um, whatever it is, right? We have these specific things that we want to manifest and we're the human and we're starting to learn that like, wow, we're in charge and we can have what we want. So, okay, bring me this stuff. And that's great. And we get to have all the stuff. Um, There's times when I'm calling in something very specific, a Jeep, or (laughs) times when I'm more about like, I just want to expand and heal and grow and be joyful and happy. And both of them have the perfect place. And when we, no matter what we're going for, whether we want to heal something, you know, physical or mental, or we want a tangible, um, you know, item or whatever, when we fall into obsession 
So there's a few main things that strangle your dreams. And I, yeah, I hope you see yourself in some of these because I know I do. And let's just own it. There's times when we do these things. So one is obsession. Like, how is it going to happen? The the hows are a big one. And this is going to be most of all of these points come down to obsessing about the hows. So that's just like the main way we strangle our dreams. And I know clients will be like, I know, I know the hows aren't my business, but seriously, how is this going to happen? And I'm like, I know. And it's not that we never plan. And I never say, well, maybe try this or maybe try that. Like we need to keep actioning, but to be obsessed and rigid and worried about the hows, that obsession really pinches off your dreams. Because it creates a lack energy, it creates an unsteady energy, and it creates an energy that is not powerful, right? Like, how? Someone tell me. It kind of means, like, I'm lost in the woods over here. How is this going to happen? Like, you're wondering out there. But it is happening. It will happen because it's in you and it starts in you. And that is the the work to be done is more about faith and trust. So <laughs> this is going to be such a, such a good episode. So obsession is a big way that we strangle off our dreams. So obsession also looks like I'm going to make a 5k month and it has to come in by May 1st, June 1st, July 1st, this year. This is how it's going to go. I'm going to create a podcast and I'm going to get 10,000 views within three months, right? Or listens. Great. Cool. A lot of people, especially depending on things like your human design type or just what lights you up, a lot of people get really driven with specific goals. And to be honest, every time I make a money goal for a month, which doesn't actually happen very much, every time I do, I meet it or exceed it. And it'll be something abnormal. Like I'm like, oh my God, because a bit of focus goes a long way. But when I'm obsessed that pinches it off and it won't happen. So if I say, I want to make a 5k month and on the 17th, I'm only at 1200 or whatever. And I go like, Oh, the math, Oh crap. If I'm, I'm not even halfway right there, you start pinching it off. So if I look and I go, okay, we've got some work to do. Like, okay, how can we make this up? What, what are my bigger ticket items that feel aligned right now? Or what is a fun idea I could do for income? Or is there a workshop that feels aligned? Or, you know, instead of thinking creative being like, okay, we have some work to do. We go like, huh, right. Ah, and we start to get obsessed. That's my, that's my exact sound for that feeling is, ah. um, we start to get obsessed and we're like, oh, it's not going to happen. So thinking about a mate, maybe you're calling in someone, it's not going to happen. Where are they going to come from? I'm 38, I'm 42, I'm 52. And when am I going to find this person? When is it going to happen? Being obsessed. Maybe I'll meet them when I go on that trip. Maybe I'll meet them. Okay. Where are they? That's you can do that in the energy of fun. I think curiosity and playing games like, Ooh, wouldn't it be fun if on this trip I met my soulmate? But that's a different energy than like, I've got to meet him soon. And you're telling your friends, you're like, oh my God, like if I don't have start having kids soon, or if I don't do this soon or blah, blah, blah. Right. I don't mean blah, blah, blah to underestimate, but that's what we do as humans, I'm not pinpointing you. I'm just pinpointing humans. This is what we do. So we start to get obsessed. We become driven for the outcome in a frantic panicky energy. So if I want to make Say I want to have a workshop and I want 25 people to come. If I'm obsessed with 25, this is different than being aligned and being like 25 feels like a badass number. Cool. There's a very, and this is, this is the work. This is the law of attraction work. It's the nuances of where and how, how you're showing up for things, who you are being while you're meeting goals is more important than what you're doing every single time, every fucking time. <laughs> so when we're obsessing, 
and we're like, oh my goodness, like I have this workshop. I want to get 25 people. And then it's like three days from the workshop and 18 have signed up. And I'm like, oh my God, like, okay. And I'm telling my team, I'm like, we have to get 25. It's like, I'm already projecting failure. Like if I don't get 25, I've failed. Right. And I've learned to move into what the energy would be like now for me is I feel this workshop and I see about like 20, 25 people. Yeah, that feels good because it's going to be a group thing. Um, and the energy of the group really matters, or I'm getting ready to, um, launch a clear channel mastermind as I talked about in a couple previous episodes, but I know it's going to be very small. It's going to be like tight. Like I see kind of like four to six tops. And that's because it's high touch. We're opening up your channel for spirit guides, for manifestation, for healing. I want to be able to spend time with you individually, your energy, get to know your spirit team. So I've never done anything that small, but I can see in my mind it's small. So whether I I see an energy of big or small and use whatever you're manifesting in your life, if you don't have a business, just the energy of this. So if you see it as being big or small, it's the human going 25, four, Unless it's divinely led, but even still, we can't be rigidly obsessed with the outcome because your spirit guide, your purpose, your, your guidance team is not saying it has to be six people. It has to be 25 people. That's not, they want you to expand and express. So my spirit team led me to start doing mediumship work a few years ago, and it scared me. But they led me to be like, trust me, if you show up with the blank slate and the person anticipating spirit guide, like we will come through for you. And it was like scary as hell. And I had to practice on people, but now it's second nature because I was called there, but I wasn't called there to do sessions and then charge double the price and then blah, blah, blah. Like it was just like, okay, I'll try this without the expectation of where it's going. That was this podcast. I just knew I had to, but I had no even idea of what good numbers were, how many listens, or, you know, in the first month I wanted this many listens or to top all the charts. Like I had no expectations. I was like, this feels very right for me. So obsession strangles your dreams, obsessively pretending, you know, how this should pan out strangles your dreams. So even if you can see yourself like hosting a retreat to obsess on how much you're going to charge and how many people and how much money you're going to make and who is going to collaborate with you in an obsessive energy, that's going to pinch off the retreat. That's trying to come into your experience. The one you're meant to lead to, to lead. (laughs) You're meant to be led. You're meant to be led to your dreams. So your job is to imagine the dream, to see the dream, to yearn for the dream, and then allow one step at a time for things to happen through taking inspired action when you feel called, but not desperate, obsessive action, actually trusting more rather than acting more will serve you better. So the first aspect here is obsession. Obsession strangles your dreams. If you're obsessed, and I'm going to refer to this a few times in the episode, think of your dreams as a person that you're creating a relationship with, that you're creating a portal with, a connection to. If you obsess in a relationship, what happens? What impact does that have on you and the other person and the relationship as a whole? So obsession pinches off the love. It pinches off the dreams. The next aspect is worry. So these are close, but I invite you to see yourself in some of of these, right? Worry. Is it going to happen? 
am I going to do this? And I know we're all prone to these thoughts. So I don't expect you to be perfect. I have thoughts like this sometimes, but to be real in the recent years, since I've like quantum leapt the shit out of my life, I have a lot less worry. I actually don't worry about the book, the program. I'm not going to say I'm worry free completely and pretend to be like this holy thing, but the worry has kind of gone away because it's been replaced with faith. It's like, I know I'm meant for big things. I know this book is going to come through me in the perfect timing. I know the right people find me and I know that I'm meant to work with the people I work with. And that's all I need to know. So when you worry, is it going to happen? Maybe it won't happen. You're actually creating it. You're delaying it. It's going to come to you. And that that's my intention for you. If you're here in this show, that means that you are a certain amount of an open portal to it because you're listening to this. You're learning how to master the art of creation. That's awesome. That's badass. That shows you that you will manifest the things, but when we worry, we delay it. So it's just delaying it. It will come and you can get back in at any time. But when you worry, you delay it. So think again of a relationship. If every time this new partner went out, you were worried they were going to cheat on you. You were worried, which some people do because they've been through that. And I have all the love for that. That's where the healing work comes in. So I'm not minimizing that, but just in general, if you were always worried, are they going to come back and are they going to leave? And are they going to this? And you were worried, what if I'm not enough? And what if my body's not enough? And what if I start getting attached and then they leave me? That energy changes who you're being. That energy changes the relationship and how much love can be available. Because even if that person is like, has a lot of love to give and likes you deeply and loves you deeply, you're, you will only allow it in so much with that type of worry. So it's the same as your manifestations. When you're worried that your new business isn't going to do well, or you're worried that you're going to screw it up. Imagine preparing for a talk and all you do is go like, what if I screw it up? I'm going to screw it up. Oh my God. What if I screw it up? Everyone's going to laugh. And that's all the energy you fed into your preparation time. You would show up a different person than like, okay, I fucking got this. And even if I rumble, keep on going, show must go on. It's okay. I'm excited. They're going to love it. That is a much different energy. That is the one that attracts the show that impacts people. Or even if you did mess up, you learning to roll with it also grows you and also helps you expand. So we can't obsess and worry about how these things are going to pan out and like, just let them pan out. And I know that sounds, oh, it's just so easy. Just let it pan out. But truly, what would that take for you to allow your dreams to happen a little more rather than the obsess, the obsession or the worry? Because what you put out gets attracted back to you. So when you're worrying, you're actually putting the energy out of this may not work out. And that's not sexy to your dreams. That pinches it off. That strangles your dreams, right? That worry. So the next one is control, which is perfect, right? Because these all flow into each other. So control is huge, especially for you control freaks out there. So much love for you. So many of my clients, friends, people I know are like, (laughs) you know, recovering controlaholics or whatever you want to say. And that's okay. It's, it's served you. You've done a lot of great shit. If that's you through being able to really get stuff done and really sort of manipulate situations to really be productive or get, you know, manipulate doesn't mean bad. It means like people who are sort of somewhat controlling often are the people who get the most done in a lot of ways and it served you, but it also will pinch off magic. 
So what the control freak or the controller um, is really good at is everything in this physical life may get rocked. You may even like make a ton of money, be like really, you know, held in high regard in your company or get a lot done, but the magic won't be able to peep through. You may feel empty inside. You may feel like there's gotta be more. You may feel alone, unhealed, worried behind the scenes. So controlling pinches it off because the universe is trying to bring you even more than what you're asking for. So I want to present to you a beautiful formula that I want you to like take in or write down or listen to more than once. So get this, the universe gets you to dream of the things you dream of. So if you see yourself writing a book or having a soulmate or having a business or traveling the world, the universe is actually getting you to, to think those things, to see those things, to yearn for those things. It's all connected. There's no part of this experience that is disconnected from other parts. It's all on purpose. It's magical. So you desire these things on purpose, your spirit team, God source universe, you, your soul, your highest self come together to give you your dreams and your yearnings, because that is what you're meant to create. So the universe gets you to dream these things. You go on a journey of stretching and expanding and healing and rising so that you can achieve these things that you see in your mind, even just going for it, becoming healthier, healing your stuff, creating a business, really expanding yourself into belief and faith and trust and self-love and all the things that it takes to go after these big things that you see, whether it's big, like a, a big retreat, or it's big, like healing and happiness and finally feeling okay in your life and in your skin. Those are huge. So the universe gets you to dream these things. And then you go on a journey of stretching and expanding to become who you need to be to attract these things. And then the universe gives you tenfold because it actually knows what you are capable of and what is coming for you, but it is way bigger and more magical than you, the human will allow yourself to see. <laughs> so good. So what is coming for you? What is in your vortex? What is in your energy field? The magic that is coming for you is so much bigger than you can comprehend at this point in time. Think about it. Years previous, what you could see for yourself, believe of yourself was smaller. And over the years, you keep seeing bigger and bigger and more possibilities. Maybe I could heal this. Maybe I don't have to live with this chronic thing. Maybe I could create a business. Maybe I could make more money. Maybe I could. You've expanded your belief in life over time. So think of where you're headed. So what is actually coming for you would not be believable to you at this point. It would be too far of a stretch and you'd stay small. So the universe gives you this like big ass vision that to you right now, you're going, that's huge. Like making a million dollars or, you know, hosting an event or, um, meeting someone or having children, even if you've been told you can't have children or whatever it is, you're going like, that's huge. Like, really? I can do that. And the universe is like, baby, that is the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Goosebumps, right? So what you dream of in your mind, you are going to achieve and tenfold, a hundredfold, seriously, quantum proportions. That's why people that are into this and hear this stuff and, you know, even like Tony Robbins and whoever else, they say like, I'm living a life beyond my wildest dreams. 
and they already wanted to be maybe rich or famous or have well-known books or make a huge impact, right? One of those people that are just meant to go huge stages. And what has actually resulted is even more than they could have imagined, but they had to go for it. Someone wants to sell a thousand copies of their book and then they sell a million and they're like, whoa, right? So you're meant to achieve those big wild dreams that you have in your mind while your spirit guide goes like, you think those are big and wild. We have so much more magic here for you, but you need to go on the journey of those things that you want and those states of being that you want so that you can expand and grow. So that's a beautiful formula to understand is that whatever you can see a hundredfold or whatever you want to say, right? Once you get up into those astronomical proportions, truly whatever, (laughs) it's a bajillion fold (laughs) what you currently think is possible or know to be possible. We're talking miracles. You would not be in this show if you weren't meant for miracles, a hundred thousand percent. So when you strangle your dreams by worry and obsession and control, you're keeping yourself small and you're not allowing the magic to come through. So to back all of this up, because we are talking about strangling your dreams, just know as best as you can breathe into it. As I say this, just know that you will do it. Try so hard deep down to find that piece of you inside that has unshakable faith that knows it's possible for you. Beyond the levels of, but I'm weak, but I don't have willpower, but I self-sabotage, but can I, but what if I am broken, but I've never done it before, but I'm prone to this, but I'm genetically X, Y, Z beyond that go deeper. There's a part of you that is capable of miracles or you would not be here. So don't worry about it. Try not to worry about it. Breathe into the feeling of like, it's inevitable. I want it. I dream it. I'm, I'm going to do it. Try to access that part of you so that you don't need to obsess. You don't need to worry so deeply. You don't need to control because you know that it's all part of it. And as you get brilliant ideas of like, oh my goodness, I want to offer this, do it without the expectation of maybe this is the magic ticket. Maybe this will be it. Maybe that right back to worry, control, and micromanaging. Just do it because everything is growing you. I've put on workshops that not one person signed up for. That created a bit of an anxiety around putting out things and dreading that that same sort of traumatic thing where I share my heart and soul and nobody signs up. It put anxiety into me. And then I would show up for other things and like realize like my squirrely energy and like going like, why isn't anyone showing up for my stuff? Right. All these years ago going like, oh my God, maybe I'm not meant to do this later to come back to like, fuck it. I have to put it out. And you know what? If nobody shows up, I'm no bad. I'm no worse off than I was. And I'm going to put faith and trust. Like, no, people will come. They have to. I'm led to do this. Let's do it. And again, that breakdown led to the breakthrough. The low energy of like, oh, and that anxiety led me to a place to go, you know what, Talia, you have to jump two feet in. And that energy is going to pinch it off. That worry, that control is going to pinch it off. So I learned the lesson. 
And I've learned it a hundred thousand other ways as well, but I learned the lesson. And now I know going into workshops, I see the people that are meant to be there. I see myself teaching it. I see people leaving, moved, changed, just like the monthly unblocked workshop. Check the link in the show notes. There's a monthly clearing, chakra clearing and getting unblocked workshop that I run. You can come to one, you can come to all. But what I do is I know the perfect people are coming. Whether there's six people or 25 people, I know it's perfect. I'm going to show up and give a really good workshop and really give you some things you can take away with and channel and do the chakra clearing and be with spirit. And that's all I need to do. I don't have to worry, obsess and control and try to force it because it was led by spirit. I'm just going to show up and I'm going to trust just like I do for this show, just like I do for the work that I do. I'm going to show up and I'm going to trust. And the more I do that, the more magic comes in. So when we worry and we obsess and we control, we pinch off the, the lessons because even that nobody showing up led me down a road that ultimately served me because now I do things so aligned and in so much trust and faith, but I had to learn it. I had to have my eating disorder to truly know what loving my body feels like treating my body with love feels like if I didn't suffer so deeply, I couldn't succeed so deeply within my own connection to my body and health and miraculous healing that I'm going through. So it all evens out. And the more you can move through things going like, this is okay. This is even if it's triggered, even if it doesn't pan out the way you thought, just know that's part of the process. Try as hard as you can. I always say roadblocks are detours in the right direction. So even if you're like, I feel so aligned, I'm going to go for this job and you apply for it and you don't get it. Uh, my hope for you and my wish and my love for you is that you will go, okay, something better must be coming. And the more you do that, at least I learned every interview, I get better at interviewing. I get less nervous for next time. I get better at answering questions or whatever it is. I got to put on my power outfit and wear my clip cloppy heels and I felt badass. So like maybe that's what all it was meant to be is to be a person that goes after things and keeps trying things and keeps showing up for interviews, knowing that the right thing is on the way. So you don't have to obsess. You don't have to worry. You don't have to control. You just have to allow. And when things come up that are in line with your dreams and you feel the tingles, act on it. So now moving away from in this episode, now moving away from what strangles your dreams, like obsession, worry, control, and trying to micromanage now into what we do instead, instead of strangling it, we lean into intuition. We lean into trust as I'm talking about, and we lean into healing the parts of us that needs to control and worry. That's actually the assignment is to heal the part of you that feels like she, he, they need to worry, need to control the part of you that feels powerless, the part of you that feels scared, the part of you that is terrified to fail, the part of you that has been told that they can't do it. That's where the healing comes in. So instead of strangling your dreams, it's time to build your intuition. It's time to build your faith muscle. It's time to listen to shows like this, to have you see the perspective of source over and over and over and over again. So you can start to realize you don't have to control so hard. You don't have to effort so hard. Lately, I've been saying, I would rather heal than hustle. That's actually a line in the book that I'm writing. I'd rather that heal than hustle. 
for myself to be successful, whether it's business inside healing my relationship with my body, finances, relationships, whatever I'd rather heal than hustle. We can't force our dreams. We can't micromanage our manifestations to the surface of our life because it's about the journey. It's not just about the stuff. And again, you'll get the stuff and way more. Remember that whole peppy talk of this episode that you had goosebumps, you will get your stuff and more. So the journey becomes about healing, about rising, about expanding, leaning into your intuition, leaning into your trust so that it really does become inevitable because your energy is on par. Your energy is on point and open and receptive to the what's more that's trying to come. So a really good thing I want you to hear is trust the pot will boil. And when you trust that the pot will boil, you don't need to stand there going like, oh, there was one bubble, but what if there's never another bubble? What if it never turns into a boil? What if I'm wasting my time? What if I'm an idiot turning on the stove? This water's never going to boil. I should just turn it off and walk away. Trust the pot will boil. Trust the fact that you desire healing means it's coming. Of course. If it wasn't planted into your existence, that's the evidence it's not coming. Like, I'm probably not going to move to India because I've never even thought about it. I mean, maybe in my life it'll come up, but I just mean that's not the inevitable. Like, I would never walk around going, I am inevitably going to move to India. Like, I've just never thought of it before, before this moment. But it's inevitable that I'll go to Bali one day. It's inevitable that my business is going to be wildly successful and continue to be. It's inevitable I'm going to write my book. It's inevitable I'm going to keep channeling spirit and get better and better at this. It's inevitable that I'm going to keep getting healthier because I keep showing up in that. And I don't need to rigidly obsess or control because it's in my intuition for a reason. I trust in it. And I'm continuously healing the parts of me that play small, that don't believe in it, that go, what if they all laugh at you? And what if it's all of this and all of that? And what if, you know, the next client's the last client (laughs) are the things our brain does. So trust the pot will boil. Trust you'll get there. Because again, the universe, that's how it works. It gets you to dream for these things so that you will stretch and that you will heal and that you will yearn. And then you'll get delivered 100 to 1 bajillion times more than you desired. That is how it works. So have faith and trust. So what this looks like tangibly is watching how much you worry about your dreams, watch how much your language is saying like, this is never going to work. I'm never going to make money. I'm never going to heal. Right. Watch how much you portray that and put that out. And then when you don't feel led, don't act. This is a hard one for people, especially business. I had a time um, towards the end of last year in 2021 where I didn't know what I wanted to offer next. Nothing was obvious and it's always obvious. It's always like, oh, I have to do awakened intuition or, oh, this new program came through or I want to do a mastermind. Nothing was there. And I was like, well, I'm not going to force it because that's obsession. Well, I have to make income, but I have to keep it going. But what if I don't offer something? Everyone's going to go away. And I just didn't because I've learned this over and over and over. I didn't obsess. I didn't worry. In fact, I was in a group program and at one point they were like, what's going on, Talia? What do you have going on? I'm like, nothing. And they're like, oh, are you having problems? Like, no, actually I am testing my faith muscle. (laughs) They're like, okay. I'm like, I'm in the void. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm not going to desperately act. I'm not going to try to put together some program that you guys will all feel it's desperate. No, I'm going to sit and I'm going to wait. 
And I was waiting and I was waiting and a month and a half went by and they were like, how's it going, Talia? What are you putting out? I'm like, I don't know. They're like, okay, so how are the finances? I'm like, well, I'm figuring it out. I keep being supported. I keep getting like one-on-ones come to me or, you know, different things, but I don't know the program yet. And then all of a sudden the program activated, like downloaded, like I birthed a baby. It was like a whirlwind of like mapping it out and channeling it out and recording and creating trainings and meditations. And then all of a sudden it was like, I have to create a sales page. Like people have to hear about this. And I realized that if I would have forced something a month and a half ago, it would have had my attention. It would have had my attention in like, Oh, I'm getting this out and people are feeling it. So not as many people sign up and I'm still not making as much money or, you know, it would have been awkward and weird. I know that by now. Instead, I gave space for the gestation of activated. So that's how this works. Give yourself some space. And when you do feel jazzed, when it starts coming to you or three people mention the same book, or you feel the tingles inside to work with somebody or to, um, whatever it is, go for a walk because walking feels so good and it would help your body be more mobile or anything. You get an inspired idea that is spirit whispering you the way, showing you the way. So act on those things. But if you don't know what to do, just chill a little bit, practice surrender, not, not numbing and not zoning out and not doing anything, meaning tune in more, trust more, put, you know, more meditation, more downtime, more journaling, more speaking with your spirit team more nurturing that part of you rather than doing, 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 because that will strangle your dreams. That will pinch off what is coming to you because you're pointed in the wrong direction. You're not at the home address that your dreams are trying to come to. You're off somewhere in desperate action, in lack, in scarcity, in like, can't stop, can't stop, can't stop. And the universe is like, we're trying to get, and we're trying, and we're trying to reach it. And we get, and they keep trying to come in, but you keep jamming it up with stuff with like, well, what if it doesn't happen? Okay. I'm just going to fuck it. I'm just going to do this. And, and you're just not at home. They can't reach you. So think of it like that and really be aware not to strangle your dreams. Instead go, it is fucking inevitable. Like I've seen hosting a retreat for the last few years, or I know I need to do yoga teacher training, or I know I meant to be a mom or be a musician or whatever. I know that. I know I meant to write screenplays. I know I meant to help people heal. I don't know exactly how it's going to work yet, but instead of obsessing and controlling, let's like sit back and go like, what would spirit suggest? Maybe you start getting an inspiration to like do some free card readings on Facebook or to, I don't know, whatever, right? Towards your dreams, you get these little ideas and then one thing leads to the other and that's actually how it can happen. It's always one thing thing leads to the next. It's always you were in the right place at the right time. This person reached out, a client randomly called, you were on a walk and you met your husband to be, your wife to be. It's like, it always happens like that. Miracles that seem to happen overnight are a sequence of random events that it just allow it to happen. And you look back and go, that was magic. But in the moment when you were driven to drink more water or go to the park, you didn't think of it as magic, but you were drinking more water and then you went to the park and because you were taking care of yourself, you're more vibrant and there's your soulmate or someone who has an incredible work opportunity or a new client or whatever. You just, it ends up happening and you look back, you go, holy crap, that was magical. But really all you did was follow a random nudge to reach out, 
Even sometimes like I've had nudges where I had a nudge to scroll. I've told this story maybe before I'll be really quick and I'm wrapping up. Um, I had a nudge to go on Instagram one time at like, no, it was Facebook at the time. It was so many years ago. It was like almost 10 years ago at like one o'clock in the morning. I was at my dad's visiting and I was up late. I'd been watching a movie or something and I picked up my phone, which I don't typically do right before bed. And I started scrolling and then this group program showed up that I got full body tingles. And it was my introduction with my very first coach. I invested at 1am. It was like $1,500, like out of nowhere. That was a lot for me because I had these tingles. And then it was this program about creating like a spiritual business, like being a mentor and how to get a business set up and where to start and, you know, like honing your gifts. And it was just this beautiful thing that launched my business. And it was a nudge to go on Facebook at like one o'clock in the morning. It was so random, but pretty soon. And I had just got inheritance like a couple months before. So it was like this perfect mix of like, you can do it. It gave you tingles. This is next. Let's do this. It's a big leap. Let's do it. So it's always that. So you don't need to control. If I was sitting there going, but how am I going to, and how am I going to, and I got to, it would have not allowed me to trust in that that came up trust in that investment. So what if I invested and then went, Oh my God, what if I don't get it, everything out of it? And I'm going to expect X, Y, Z. And ah, I could still continue to pinch off my dreams or I sign up going like whatever's coming for me, whatever the reason is I was meant to take this program. I'm going to trust and like, it's going to be great. And I took what I learned from that coach and made it my own and took the foundations and went with it and left some behind and took with me what worked. And it was the beginning of my entire business. So I look back and I'm like, thank goodness I did that because I don't know how much longer I would have stayed in like, oh, what if, right? So you have to just listen to your gut and continue going on when you feel a buzz, when you feel a pull, when you feel an inkling, and then try not to worry about it the rest of the time because the universe doesn't act frantically. Look at nature. Nature doesn't hustle, yet everything gets accomplished. Nature doesn't rush, yet everything gets accomplished cycles of deaths and rebirths all year with trees and grass and bamboo shooting up in the air. It's not like there's a lack of action. It's just in flow. So things can happen really quickly where today there's grass and then tomorrow you wake up and there's snow, right? I mean, maybe not in like July, but where I am on the West coast of Canada in like January or February, there could be no snow all year. And then all of a sudden we get a huge dump of snow. You could have no abundance to speak of so far. And then all of a sudden stumble across $10,000 through an intuitively led journey for sure. A hundred percent, like it's coming to you. So try not to strangle your dreams by obsessing and worrying and controlling and instead do everything you need to do to lean into source. This is the time to lean into intuition, to lean into spirit, because that's where the magic's going to happen. So I hope that this deeply resonated with you. If it did, and you want to dive deeper with me, I don't know if by the time this airs, it will be sold out. Hopefully not if you're interested, but the clear channel mastermind. It's going to be starting at like the end of June and it's a three month experience, very, very intimate, only a few of us there. And we're going to have you become this clear channel to your spirit guides, to the universe, to healing, to your intuition, to miracles, because that truly is what it's about is not pinching off your dreams. 
In addition to that, we have the monthly unblocked workshop. I invite you to come join. You'll get some tools. You'll get a replay. You'll get a chakra clearing. So powerful. All the links are below for all this stuff. And then I do have my 30 day voice memo support, which is like the most popular ice cream flavor on the block. Um, I'm booked up at least a month by this point. We're almost into, into July. So if you are interested, reach out whenever you hear this, if that tingles you as well, and you want to do 30 days together to quantum leap your experience includes a call and some resources and meditations and all this beautiful stuff to support you. There's also lots of other fun things going on that you can check the links in the show notes, including some free gifts and different ways to connect Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. So come over and find me on Instagram, which is at Talia joy manifestation. I'm on there all the time. Real stories. I love it. It's so fun. I love connecting with you guys. And so I hope, I deeply hope that this served you. Remember not to strangle your dreams. Trust that the pot will boil and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning into the show. I truly hope that it served you and it means so much to know that there's seekers out there like you on the path, really willing to give it your all and go all in. And if you do find value in this show, I would be so honored if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really actually makes a huge difference to the success of the show. And I just love seeing your words and being supported. So thank you so much. The link for that is in the show notes. And also down there, you'll find some links for some free gifts. 